0: Welcome to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First. Well, welcome along again to Travel First. We spoke about Sydney not so long ago with Chris Coleman. My name's Alex First and... He should be about the size of a bus, my mate, because he likes he likes to tuck in to his tucker in no uncertain terms. And you no, know, I've met Chris, and he's almost svelte. <laughs> how, how can that be, Chris? Given given that you you sort of in, enjoy gorging yourself every now and again, or several times a day.
1: Alex, as we have discussed in the past, life is far too short to to eat dodgy food. And when you're on a holiday, or when you're on a trip one of the things that you really should do is spoil yourself uh, and and visit restaurants that are worth visiting. Hunt down those unique culinary experiences uh, that you can't get at home.
0: Okay. So so, uh, I, I was reading somewhere, online somewhere, there was a bloke who decided that he would try the most outrageous food anywhere in the world. So he was eating things like eyeballs. Now, could I ever get you to do things like that? I mean, just, just for a dare? Would that be Would that
1: be fun? Uh, didn't I just say life's too short to eat dodgy food? I'm sure I said that just I'm a few sorry, that, minutes that, ago. That
0: washed over me. That washed <laughs> over me. So, now, you you talked about Sydney in glowing terms last time we, we chatted. And, and we, it's most important that you talk about food because otherwise, if you didn't eat it, you'd die. So, tell me what restaurants <laughs> did you go to and were they actually worthwhile? And I bet you didn't have an eyeball. There wasn't an eyeball with an eye shot, was there? But only- the
1: ones in my head, thank you very much stuff. So, so tell me about them, go for it Now, you, you, you and I have spoken about my trip to Japan in the past Alex and <laughs> something that I have been on the hunt for ever since returning from Japan a couple of years ago is to try and find in Australia somewhere that does dynamic exciting Japanese cuisine and I finally found it and, and this is, and I, I don't say this lightly, this is uh, the best Japanese food that I have eaten since returning from Japan is it as good as what you ate in Japan? Uh, look, it, is, it is different. It is very, very good. This is high-quality food we're talking about. Now, it's not pure Japanese cuisine. I should probably put that up straight up front. It's self-described uh, by the, the restaurant as Japanese fusion, and there is uh, a few clever elements of fusion with Australian uh, cuisine and some other cuisine. The, the chef... Is actually a Nep- he's actually Nepalese born, mm. but for flavour, food, persua- uh, presentation, creativity, I-, I just couldn't find fault. The place is called R K San, so letter R, letter K, San. The R K San Japanese restaurant. It's four sixty two Cleveland Street in Surrey Hills, and here's the kicker: if you're in Sydney on business, you're more than likely going to be in the CBD. It's a ten buck cab fare for central from Central Station.
0: So is it walkable? Because I know where Surrey Hills is. I mean, I'm in Sydney all the time. Is it walkable from the CBD or not really?
1: As you know, I was staying at the Sydney, uh, the Ridge of Sydney Central uh, and I walked there. That was no problem. Uh, But if if you're not inclined to walk, it's about a 10-buck cab fare, but it would take maybe 25 minutes, I suppose, to walk from Sydney Central Station. So you know, if you like to have a feed and then walk it off afterwards, absolutely, go for your life.
0: So so you're, you're actually talking this is kind of East meets West cuisine it, it, because it's not straight Japanese. Is that, is that what, what we're getting to?
1: It is largely Japanese with just just, just the odd little uh, influences from other, from other cuisines. Let, let's go through the whole thing. I mean, sure. Uh, on his website, uh, he describes the restaurant as where modern Japanese cuisine meets celebration. Now, when we went, I should say this, we went on a Monday night. Uh, it was a very quiet night. There were only a couple of people in the restaurant. The decor, not a lot to write home about, and I should also say we'd actually picked up our uh, our meal through uh, through an online voucher deal for a nine-course meal plus wine. We walked in and we thought, oh, what have we let ourselves in for? There's nobody here. It looks a little bit ho-hum. Then the food started arriving, and the only word to use is wow. Wow. Uh, We we started with... Now, I'm assuming you've eaten Japanese a few times. Mm, Yeah, I have. You you know the traditional plain appetizer for a Japanese meal, the the, uh, edamame beans? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, here, it's a slight twist on that. They're spicy. So a little bit of chili and some other spices there just to give them a little bit of a kick. So a twist on that traditional plain appetizer, appetizer, and that was followed up with uh, kingfish carpaccio, uh, again, accompanied with... A citrus chili stick and some coriander, so you're just already seeing these little twists on the japanese on the Japanese meals as prepared by the executive chef r k Tamang, as I said he's from nepal uh, some before we go into more about his food, some more about him uh, he's worked at the one and only rithai Ra complex in the maldives, the Maldives. Uh, he's worked at Sokyo at the Star in Sydney. Uh, he was the head sushi chef at Flying, Fair, uh, Flying Fish, uh, a one-hat restaurant in Sydney. So this is the first time after 15 years of working around the place that he's got his own place. Um, and he really does know how to make, uh, make things work out. The third course was the Star of the Meal. Now, it was called the Cigar. I know you're a rabbit anti-smoker, but be mm. with me on this, okay? Yeah, okay? It's called the Cigar because it looks like a cigar, it's, oh, thank goodness. Okay. It's sashimi quality tuna wrapped in a very fine pastry, served in a clean, I hasten to add, ashtray. But in the ashtray itself, a very fine ash made from a malt powder and matched alongside with the sake and sugar. Wow. It, this, okay. th- this is where art meets food. Yeah, was I think fantastic. it's fantastic.
0: Should I, be, should, should I be reviewing it on our other podcast <laughs> here to first? Should I? This is fantastic. Wow. So, so, okay, so it looks good and it tastes good, huh?
1: Uh, look, incredible food, incredibly ple- clever presentation. And then followed up by another highlight dish, a rice cube followed uh, topped with a sashimi flour, so a flour carved into fish and a lightly warm sauce that you do- just don't expect.
0: Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances to well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. You're listening to Travel First with Chris Coleman and Alex First.
1: Um. I don't know your thoughts on eggplant. I'm not a fan. Do you like eggplant? Oh, I, no, 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 no. Uh,
0: eggplant, gee. Eggplant and Alex first. Uh, yeah, the, the further distance I have from an eggplant, my life is complete.
1: So when a when a dish uh, labelled fried eggplant turns up with, oh. with crispy eggplant skin, you, like me, would probably instantly want to run a mile? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, bearing in mind, this has come off two magnificent dishes already. This was the... Uh, in. In gastronomic terms, this was the equivalent of three batters in a row hitting home runs in a baseball game. My only criticism of it was that it was very hot, but it was like it was a banana fritter texture. It wasn't overpoweringly sickly salty like eggplant dishes can can generally be. It was really enjoyable and a big surprise for me. Um, further down, we had more tofu. We actually had the traditional tofu dish, tofu tempura. Uh, the sushi, the uh, the sushi roll, so uh, the, the seafood with the, the rice, and then, you know, the traditional nori seaweed yeah, yeah. coating? Imagine that, but instead of the nori coating, replace with crispy fish skin. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. A really novel twist and really, really enjoyable. And then you get the final. The final course for us was Australian cuisine colliding full on with Japanese cuisine, lamb cutlets, Japanese style, with again the crispy <laughs> eggplant skins. Fantastic, almost beyond description. Uh, and for dessert, have you ever had sesame flavored panna cotta? No. I looked and I thought, this is grey. It, it, it's a grey <laughs> panna cotta. And then I tasted it. Uh-huh. You know, this guy, he... Seriously, nine courses and every single one of them was yes. a hit. A great selection of sakes. Uh, and, I, and I know you don't drink, but I, I don't mind the odd sake. Uh, and there were some unfiltered ones as well, which uh, it just added something extra to the meal. I, I, I seriously can't mm-hmm. recommend this place enough. It was it's, it's the best Japanese food that I've had since coming back from Japan a couple of years ago. And... Mm-hmm. I will certainly be going there again. I would give this an easy four and a half stars. Absolutely right? simple. The food, the food overshadows everything, Alex.
0: Oh, that's good to know. Look, Chris, I, we, I think what we should do, we should sort of leave it at that. Let people satiate in your wisdom, and perhaps we'll we'll come back and we'll do another spot because I know you've eaten it more than one place. But uh, rather than giving people too much to bite off, shall we say, let, let's come back and do
1: another spot, huh? Why don't good, we do that? Good idea. RK San in uh, 462 Cleveland Street in Surrey Hills.
0: You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bites.com. Follow Covert
1: on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows.